I was always wanting to blend in. I always had the concave chest at the swimming pool. I was always wanting to look like everybody else. And I think that conditioned me to a point where I was always concerned about what everyone thought of me. I was always aware of what I thought I was perceiving other people to think of me. Um, and so that kind of bled into adulthood for me and um, where I was wanting to meet with trainers. I was um, pushing with, you know, I was wanting to gain weight as paying for paying the you know, a couple thousand dollars for trainers to meet with me every every week and um they didn't do a great job but but also my 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 why was off too i was always i was wanting to do it for other people i was wanting to kind of again blend in i was wanting to you know gain the weight you know people would tell me how oh, you you know what why don't you eat more cheeseburgers or something and you know i just those little comments you know they always they just piled up and um, kind of going through this and we talked earlier about just gaining more confidence. Um, I realized that I didn't care about what other people thought of me anymore. And like, oh, it's just such a weight off my shoulders. Welcome to the Superhuman Fathers Transformation Podcast. If you're listening to this, you're about to witness some of the most incredible transformations that have ever happened on the planet. And just by listening to this, you will be inspired to have your own transformation. If you're listening to this for the first time or you're one of the brothers in the brotherhood, go leave a review on the podcast and let the brother or member know how amazing they did and how incredible their transformation was. I'm Kyle Carnahan, founder of Superhuman Fathers. And not only am I going to change your life, I'm going to get you ripped as fuck. I can't tell you guys how exciting this is for me and not just this concept of suffering. Like I was talking in this last call with the, with the other guys and, and we were talking about suffering or more. I was, cause you know me, I just go on these rants. I feel like people are talking to me, but I really am just like ranting, <laughs> but like, dude, your the weakness that you have, the depth of your weakness. Wherever it is, the deeper it is, I don't care what it is. I think in the other call, it could be food issue, could be alcohol, could be just being lazy to sit on the couch, could be that you're irritated all the time and an asshole. Whatever the selfishness is, the deeper that you have the selfishness, the scarier it is where you're like, I can't, there's no way I can get out of this, is actually you have proportionally as deep as you've gone in that the same direction outside of it proportionally the amount of impact you can provide the world i believe this man so if you're here because there's just something that was so hard to deal with or you feel like there's something you can't get a hold of there's so many men that feel the same way and when you do conquer it you're going to inspire them and so as we come into this Zoom call, we have one of our brothers who has reached what we call day one, his transformation day. And this is what he's done for us. And so there's mad respect for this moment because this requires massive meaning, massive selflessness to be able to attain this. Those of you that are in the Warrior Monk group, there's some of us that you know and you know who you are. We've been there a while, right? You're stuck. It's that one last, like, just let go. And the only way that you attain that, I believe, is to recognize your impact because it is so difficult. And I would like, well, Kyle's here. What's up, Kai? You got any words on this before we talk to Rob, Kai? Yeah, I've got some business I have to attend to, but I didn't want to miss just saying, uh, you, uh, yep. To Rob Hill, um, thank you so much for your dedication, sacrifice that you've made, the proof to the men of what's possible, um, and really completely going into this with an open heart and getting the full benefit of what it means to, to become a, a warrior monk and to let go. Willingness, the willingness to suffer. See, the, the, these lessons that Rob's learned now will 
will, you'll hear from them. Like every, anyone that reaches this pinnacle right here will speak massive truth to you. Wisdom. They've tapped into something in the universe. You'll see every single one of them. Has, he's humble too. He'll be like, no, I, I don't There'll be nuggets that you get from say. this. No, you'll take. We always do. And the only reason I'm going to say this right now, because you have the same damn name and you're both on here, is Robert Andrews, his post. Yeah, Robert name. got posted today. Two Roberts. You know, and, and I want you guys to know, like, this is not without massive struggle for everyone. I mean, Robert Andrews, he fucking died. Like, during COVID. He was in the hospital and, like, we thought he was gone. And that's what he accomplished. Rob Hale, like, came in here and just, like, he was just, dude, he, he just knocked it out. He just... He just Even got cruises. He got the axe. And he just boom. He's just chopping down that tree. Just one little bit at a, at a time. It was kind of a silent assassin, really. Like just handled his business nice and easy, nice and slow. Just like we tell guys, don't go too crazy. You show up every day and do the basics. And that's what he's really good at. And when he got really hard, he's like, I know what I need to do every day. Like that's it. Got really good at doing the shit he didn't want to do when he didn't want to do it. So thanks, Rob. I'm going to have to bounce. I'm going to listen to this later. Um, guys, listen very intently to these guys that make it to this place because you will have to go through this crucible. And it will teach you amazing things if you go through it with the right attitude, the right mindset. Um, you'll come out the other side a, a different human. And that's really what we're trying to do here. We're trying to kill our old self, man. We're trying to murder that weak bastard. And then even when you get to day one, we're going to do the it's same. It's just thing. day one. He's, still, he's gotten stronger. Well, so this Rob, this Rob Hill that you see right here, this epic human, we're going to kill him next. 2024, man. he's going to look back right. at Rob and be like, damn. That guy was a pussy. Yeah, that guy was a pussy. <laughs> exactly. And the depussification continues for all of us, you know? So thank you, bro. I'm going to bounce out of here. Um, Hi, Kyle. You guys enjoy. Talk soon. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. I remember when I sent Kyle your picture, Rob Hale, and he was like, what? I mean, he had seen it happening, but he was like, oh, my gosh. He's like, can I post him right now? And we're like, whoa, whoa hang on. We're going to push him just a little bit more because we're mean. It's like you know, sure. you're there, and it's like yeah, you are. We'll, do, we'll do one more week, maybe. You know, so okay. This I know I sent you some question, but just the way Kyle opened that there, and I want you to introduce yourself in a moment. But I just want you to think as you're going through this process: were there doubts along the way? And if there were which, you know, I think we all have them because we get that. If there were, what were they? And how, how did you overcome those doubts? I, mean, I know this is out of order and maybe I didn't even prep you for this one. But good. I want you to think about that for a second. You know, was there, was there doubt ever? And if so, how'd you overcome it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you talk about the, re, the resistance and, you know, you hit, hit, feel those doubts multiple times a week, I feel. And, um, i I feel like in the beginning I'd kind of gotten to a rhythm. Um, I think I'd been going for about a month and a half, you know, kind of enough to get into a routine and all that. And that's about when our family was scheduled to go on our, our 10, 10 day Disneyland or Disney world cruise. He signed up like right before this. That's hilarious. Go on. Right. And I was, I was like, there's no way. There's no way that I can, you know, be the present dad and be on this vacation and still kind of be hitting these other goals. And um, like, okay, so what? What am I? What? Am, what are we gonna do? What are we? How am I gonna prep for this? And you know, I studied. I I looked up like seeds that I might be eating, and yeah. you know, made a made a plan to go grab a bunch of protein shakes before we got on the boat and stuff like that and took you know bands and stuff so i could make sure i get my workouts and um and got on the boat and realized that 
you know, I don't have access to the Wi-Fi. I didn't have access to the Super Even Fathers app, my workouts, you know, my fitness pal, all that was gone. So I'm like, oh crap. Like, you know, what am I, what have I done? Like I've, I've kind of sabotaged myself, but you know, I just learned to kind of trust myself, trust those things that I had been learning and, you know, not like throw in the towel, not give up and kind of going through that with the seven, seven day cruise, you know, obviously you had, had fun, a lot, a lot of food, a lot of food temptation and stuff like that. But, um, in the end we, you know, I weighed myself afterwards. I had lost three pounds somehow. Um, but just kind of on a cruise, on the cruise that, but that, that kind of taught me, you know, that was kind of one of my earlier obstacles taught me that, um, yeah, just to trust the process, um, and kind of taught me to, um, you know, the, the day-to-day, you know, small, small, simple things, you know, kind of checking and checking in with myself. How am I doing on, on my macros? How are we doing on workouts? How, how am I being, doing with being present with my family? All, all of that, like all those small, simple things, like they add up quick and kind of what you get to places. Yeah. There's a moment. They add up to this moment. Maybe you had yours early. I mean, it always comes back. But there there will be this moment where you're like, there's no way I'm going to fall through on this. And you do. All right. And you're like, I am a new man. You know, I know you've heard the story of mine. I think, Rob, when my dog died, right? Like, we were in the park and my dog just died. Like, my dog just died. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, looking at her and I... I I was, and the first thing that came to my mind, and this sounds cold, but I cried like a baby, was like, I'm, I'm still going to hit my macros today. Like, <laughs> I'm still going to, I'm still going to hit leg day, you know? And like, people were like, Hey, how's your day going? I was like, fucking terrible. My dog died, but I'm still getting leg day, you know? And like, I knew that was, I was still fat too. I that you happened, when you know? right so like, this was, this was massive. So I really home. appreciate you that you, um, I appreciate you that, that you share that concept. It's really important. So, okay, before we dig deeper, let's go into a little more of your background. So maybe you're married, you have kids, what do you do for work? And then the big one is, you know, why did you pull the trigger on, on this program? Where were you in your state of mind? Where were you frustrated? You know, what were yeah. you worried about? What did you, how did you think this was going to help you? Yeah, so I'm, I am 30, almost 39 next month um and married we just had our 15th anniversary five kids um i had gone through dental school been practicing for about 10 years um so at this point in my or you know four four or five months ago uh, before i joined i was at a point in my life where i'm like i've i've done all these things i've kind of set these goals for myself and work toward them. And I've kind of achieved those goals. And, you know, I was at a point where I'm like, okay, what, what now, what, what's next? And, um, you know, I, I kind of felt like I was the provider for the family. I was kind of going through those cycles of wash, rinse, repeat, just kind of over and over. Um, and I didn't re I came to a realization that I didn't really have goals for myself. Like I was just there to make money and, and that, you know, I kind of realized that I was kind of lost some, some self-fulfillment in, in that. Um, and so, you know, in walks, um, you know, Chris Copua, he's in the program. He'd been in the program for, you know. And I just realized I've been saying his name forever wrong. I say Kapua. It's Kapua. This whole yeah, time, you he never corrected yeah. me. I feel like we're best friends. He's never corrected me. Well, you got that one. So he's, <laughs> he'd been in the program. He had lost 40, 50 pounds. He's an oral surgeon that I referred to. He came into my office and I was like, oh, what, what's going on? What, what are you doing? And so he, he kind of got, got me in contact with Kyle and um, things kind of started moving from there. But I think the reason why it resonated so quickly with me is just because I, I'd already gotten to the point where I realized like I need to start doing something. I need to start moving and um, doing something different with my life and creating goals and working towards something. Um, but yeah, just seeing his seeing his progress um, 
and where, where he was at. And, you know, that was a big, big example for me, got me on board and, and moving. But, you know, when I talked to Kyle, um, you know, you know, it sounded, sounded good. He, you know, he kept telling me how, how I was going to suffer. Uh, he brought it up several times in our conversation and like, I'm sure he, he spoke to many of you. Um, but I was ready to, to sign up and, um, but you know, I told him we were, we were getting ready to go on vacation and <laughs> like, like, maybe, maybe when I get back, maybe, you know, when it's convenient and he's just like, no, just do it now. <laughs> just sign up now. Let's go. Um, and I was like, oh, well, I need to get, figure out my money. Like, no, it doesn't matter. Just do it now. Like, we'll figure out the money later. Like, I need you. I need you on, signed up in the program, committed. Like, whoa. So he, he, he didn't really give me any excuse. Um, so I, I jumped in. Um, but I, speaking of excuses, I, you know, as I started out, I realized like I kind of was someone who hid behind ex- excuses. And Kyle kind of cut through those. Um, I real, you know, you know, talking to you, we talked about morning wakeups, and that was something I did not want to do. Um, I really liked my sleep. I really liked getting those eight hours, seven, eight hours, whatever. And you know, I always kind of hid behind that. Um, but I suddenly I realized one day. Um, you know, I'm so that I was so willing to give up sleep if I was going to stay up late, watch a movie, you know, things that were comfortable or whatever. But like when it came to something that was uncomfortable, waking up early and doing actually doing something for myself, I was like, I didn't want to do it. But you know, putting those like comparisons side by side, I'm like, okay, okay, I need to stop like hiding behind this excuse that I just, you know, need to sleep or whatever because I know that I'm so willing to give it up on the other side. Uh, so that, but slow, that's slowly I re- realized that I just, yeah, I hid behind excuses. You know, I like excuses. Yeah. And now, now that you, you like those excuses, but then you were able to overcome them. You start taking the excuses from everybody else. And so let's go into, you come into this program and I don't know, maybe you can talk about what you're expecting, but Maybe you were just expecting a fitness program. I don't know what you were expecting, but, and you got those results, but what other benefits did you see or level up? Did you experience as a result of the program other than physical attributes? Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, the physical was definitely my, you know, turret. That's what got me interested. I had no idea what else I was getting into. <laughs> um, but then suddenly there's a book club and all this other stuff going on. And, you know, I just kind of went with it. Um, you know, one of the things that, um, that, you know, along with, with book club and all that, you know, I got introduced to a lot of, um, like Ed Milet and, um, what James Cleary and a lot of those men that have, have a lot of good things to say. And, um, I started following some of their podcasts too. I had listened to them while I was uh, working out. Um, but one of the, one of the things I realized, um, in the beginning that was that maybe I wasn't as emotionally stable or available, um, or strong for my family. Um, and not, not to say that that was, I don't know. I felt like I was fine. I was comfortable. Um, things were, were fine. There was no. Um, but it took, took some time and I, I realized that maybe I wasn't in the right spot. Um, for example, um, this last year, a friend of a friend, um, his wife, she was out, um, riding her bike, you know, downhill on this pretty steep hill car turned in front of her. Um, she ran into the car and, and he took her to the hospital and she died. Um, she was the wife of a doctor. Uh, the doctor worked at that hospital. They had five or six kids. Um, and my friend is there with this guy, this doctor. And, you know, the, the husband was just kind of like, oh, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. And my friend was concerned about him because he had 
said like, you know, he wasn't showing the emotion. He wasn't showing, you know, he wasn't grieving. He wasn't, you know, processing. Um, I, I'd, I'd heard this story and said something to my wife along the lines of, yeah, I could, I could relate to that. I wouldn't necessarily want to embrace, embrace that or be that emotionally vulnerable for fear of like, um, not being able to pick up the pieces or, or something. You wanted to be strong for your family and, and all that. And so my wife was a little offended. She's like, and you wouldn't cry for you wouldn't cry if I died. <laughs> I think he messaged me after this. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, keep going. And anyway, um, so she was kind of maybe a little bothered by that. Um, but kind of comparing that, um, you know, back with, um, you know, I, I was listening to these podcasts. Uh, there was one podcast in particular, um, Ed Milet and Ryan Holiday. Um, if you guys haven't, seen that one it's a really good or listen to that one it's a really good one um but in it at ryan holiday he talks about um you know like this big event in his youth where um he was in his garage he was young less than 10 um and he was playing with, with some fire and some gasoline um in that you know the the can of gasoline exploded he caught on fire um, the whole stopped out the roll, ran out the window and he went running through his house, freaking out. Um, and his, his older brother, 17 year old brother ran up to him, trying to put him out, put the fire out. Brother caught on fire and brother had to run out, roll around, come back in and finish putting, putting this, uh, Ryan holiday, um, out. And just the way they explained it, I was listening to this, walking to the, the store and like, I'm just crying, you know, tears going down my face and I'm getting all embarrassed. And I'm like, who's looking at me? Like, <laughs> and then I, I realized, I'm like, here I was, like, like there's some, some, there's been a change here, like in going through this process. And I don't know how or when it happened, but you know, I'm more emotionally available. I'm, my emotions are, you know, I feel stronger in a, in a sense emotionally but still vulnerable why do you think that is i don't know <laughs> i don't know um yeah but I've, I've i've noticed the change um i know that i'm you know i'm just emotionally available or emotionally available you know I, I can express those emotions and feel comfortable maybe it's just you know sense of confidence um, yeah and it's come through where i feel strong enough that I can be vulnerable. I can be myself and, you know, um, and that's all right. You know, what, whatever I am, whatever I have to give, like that's, that's enough. And I can express that and, and be comfortable with it. Um, and so, but help me realize, you know, going, moving back to that, that story of, you know, say my wife died, like, I, I, I think I have a different answer now. Like, I feel, I would feel, I'm, you know, open to be being vulnerable. I wouldn't feel like, you know, I wouldn't feel scared to show emotion for fear of not being able to control myself or, or whatever after. But so, um, to answer your question, I, yeah, I love that that. emotional strength that, that kind of came through and, you know, it wasn't something I was expecting, um, at all, but, you know, I, it came from somewhere and I think it's just through this process of finding myself. Yeah. It's almost like there's no need for self-protection because you're well, well number one, you're not afraid to suffer. Yeah. So you're not afraid to be in pain, but you're also a much stronger man. And so I think the mix of the two creates a situation where you can actually serve everybody and be the human that you need to be. And if your values say you need to express emotion, and that you need to have a tear, <laughs> right. you can, you know, and that impacts people. And so it's able, you're able to serve because you're not thinking about yourself. And this is directly related to your ability to push through that pain. Cause it's not easy to get to where you went. Okay. I, other, maybe I want to dig a little deeper. How's that affected your relationship with your wife so far recently? I, 
No, I feel like we're in a, a good place. Um, you know, our, I feel like our relationship's always been fairly strong. Um, both of us are fairly level-headed. Um, but, you know, I, I would say maybe prior, maybe both of us were a little more comfortable. Um, and I've come to realize that it's not always a good place to be. Um, where, you know, when we can be, when we can push it, push ourselves and be comfortable pushing ourselves and we can kind of support each other and um, help each other work towards goals. Um, yeah, I think that may, means all the difference, you know, I mean, just knowing what her goals are and, um, you know, being able to support her in those and vice versa, um, makes it, makes a huge difference. I love that. So, okay. Obstacles. Let's stop. I'll talk obstacles through the program. Um, did you encounter any? And if so, what was the largest uh, obstacle you encountered and how did you overcome it? Um, yeah, I guess we chatted a little bit about me getting used to waking up early again. Um, the cruise was a big one. You know, this, these last four months, you know, included two vacations, you know, th- you know Thanksgiving, Christmas, Halloween, all those holidays. It's probably not the best time to be cutting, <laughs> but we got through it. Um, and I would say as well, um, you know, just my, the people that I'm closest to just kind of getting used to this new me. Um, that was an obstacle as well. Um, hearing things like, oh, you're, you know, you're not as fun as you used to be or this or that, you know, I'm not eating the junk food like I used to, enjoying desserts like everybody else. Um, that was kind of a, a weird place to be in um, where I felt like, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still present, but just because I'm not doing this or that, you know, you know I kind of am viewed as a different person. But um, I, I think the biggest thing with that, over the way to overcome that, was just to kind of keep being what I'm doing what I'm doing and uh, being open and vulnerable and genuine and letting people know, Hey, this is why I'm doing it. This is, these are my reasons. This is, this is important to me. Um, when people see why you're doing it, what your, your purpose is, that you're not just a meathead, you're not just doing this because you're trying to gain some muscle or, or whatever, but you're wanting to improve your life and trying to, um, max out on, on your potential. Like, once people realize these are the, you know, your goals, you know, they, they, they join along the ride. They're, they're, they're not going to just, you know, you're not, you're no longer an outsider. They want, they want to help and support you get, you know, get to where you want to be. And, um, you know, come along, you know, a lot of people will come along as well. So and Rob, can I touch on your, on your holiday store, your holiday stuff real quick? Yeah, yeah go sure. for it, Chris. Like, Rob would update me during the holidays. Like, yeah, I'm sticking to my macros. I'm like, all right, we'll see. And he sends me this picture, man. And it's insane. Like he just keeps getting results. It was like literally the week of Christmas. So when you said that, man, that, that shit's true, dude. And like, when you say you're, people say you're not as fun or you're not eating cookies. Like, look what you're, look at the trade-off. Look what you're doing now. You're in front of um, 50, 60 some men inspiring us and giving us inspiration versus a trade-off of, of satisfying someone else's needs by you eating a cookie. Like what's the trade-off? You know what I mean? And now they all come to you, but what did you do? So um, I'm just super impressed, man, with that week, that those two weeks you're you're cutting down and you're sending me these pictures and they kept getting better and your macros kept getting tighter and you would just say, yes, 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 yes. And follow the plan. And you come with the pictures, like, holy crap, man, this guy's in it. I've been telling Ryan, like he's, he's in dude. (laughs) Something happened in the sky. You send the pictures, yeah. you got your hat on backward, you got some swag going. <laughs> you're a new man, dude. Versus your before picture, you know, you can see it in your face. And that's the sure. cool part. So, uh, yeah, I just want to jump in and say that about the holidays. For all, you took away all these guys, including my excuses. It's the holidays, right? Look what you did during the yeah. holidays. So, congrats, man. Good share. Thank you. Epic, dude. It's so solid. That impact. So uh, there has been that struggle where people's 
They're like, are you sick? <laughs> you know, or you're not any fun anymore. Have you seen the opposite? Have you have you been have you connected with any? I mean, other than uh, you and Capua, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, have you have you seen anybody else kind of improving their life because of your level up? Oh, absolutely. Um, other than us, I, I mean, there's fifty uh, of us right now. I I didn't really. Um, maybe I, I wish at this point, I wish I would have been maybe a little more open on you know, social media or whatever about, you know, kind of some of my goals and things I was working on. But, um, when, when we, when we posted, um, results, I, I posted things on, posted something on Facebook and I was just, I was, I almost didn't do that even because I was kind of feeling like, um, you know, maybe people don't want to see this or whatever. And. And like I kind of just said, like, no, I'm, I'm going to do this for me and just kind of, just as kind of a, a checkpoint, just kind of seeing where, where, where I was, where I'd come, where I'd come from and how far I'd come. Um, but I was surprised by the feedback that I got, just, um, you know, getting 50, 60 comments on, on that post and, um, you know, a lot of private messages afterwards of people asking details and wanting to know more and, um, yeah, there was, you know, four, four or five, six people that are, you know, serious and interested and have been wanting to improve their, their own, own lives and, um, get, get more involved in, uh, exercise as well. And, um, here I was thinking like, I don't know, he's really interested. I'm just doing this for myself, but I was surprised to see, you know, yeah, people are watching people, people are aware. Um, and then people at, at work. You know, I've commented, you know, our front, front desk manager kind of said something along the lines of, um, you know, I hate that I, I hate that I, that, that I feel like I have to exercise now because, because of you. Let's go. But, you know, just, just being around, just being, just being around them and kind of them knowing what, what we're doing. Like, yeah, there a lot of people at work there are, you know, Feeling the feeling the push as well without you having to say anything at all. So it's pretty cool. That's amazing. I love that. Hey, Spencer's got a question for you. I'm gonna let him ask it. Go there, for it. Well, not, not, not so can you hear me? Not so much a, yeah, a question, but we can But Rob is is part of my my journey in entering. He said that people were watching and I was one of those guys. Uh I'm in town, I'm a dentist with your hand. Uh, Ryan Hirschbrenner and, and Chris and, and he was me around doing me involved. And so for sure, he was an example. And I see in his progress and, and the process he was going through to got me involved. Beautiful. You guys see this? Two things I got out of what Rob shared right now. Number one, that fear, because there's a, a maybe a doubt of following through or you're just kind of an introvert sharing on social media. The more eyes you get on you to see you in a state of where you would be a state of weakness, the more eyes you get on you there, and then you have the transformation, the more impact you have. If this really is about everybody else, you should think about that a little bit. You want to build accountability, not only in here, not from just above, from Kyle and I and Chris. Not and, and from below, from the new guys that are coming, from the side, from everybody in this group. But also, you can pull that trigger as you start. You can, you can wait till you get close if you want. But if they watch you, if you start posting stuff and sharing things that you're learning out of the Zoom calls, they're gonna, they, will, they will clown on you at first. Seriously, uh, Rod, I don't know if I ever should, should, I shared this with you when, you when you joined, but my family giggled at me. Like they giggled at me when I told them that I was going to do this. They're like, yeah, yeah right. Bye. You know, like I'd never done anything like this. And then they all ask me for help now. You know, they all want tips or whatever. And so I, I can resonate with that, Rob, so much. And I really appreciate you sharing. Okay. I got another question for you then. Sure. Um, let's say you're, and Isaias has a question too. You know what? I'll let Isaias ask his question or comment first, and then I'll ask mine. Go for it. But so we'll open it up. Go for it. What's your thanks, got? man? Hey, man. Thanks, man. Hey, Rob. How are you doing? Thanks for your 
testimony. Oh, you said something that it, uh, let me think. You said that when you first started, you had like a month or so where you had rhythm, right? So you didn't yeah. feel the, the resistance that Ryan has been talking about. How, how, do, how do you recognize that resistance? How does it start? I mean, I've only been two days on the program. I, I don't feel it. I'm all hyped up and motivated by you guys. But yeah. how, how, how can I? I mean, Ryan said that the best way that I, that I could, and Kyle said it also in, in his videos and podcasts, the best way you can uh, prepare for that is anticipating, right? Knowing that it's going to happen. How do you, how do, you do that? How, how do you recognize that resistance? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and prepare for it. Yeah. You know, I, I'd say just knowing that it's going to happen no matter what. Um, we're going to be hitting, you know, we know that we're, those big trials are going to be coming, you know, or small trials or, or whatever it is. Um, and I'd say anything that's going to pull you away from your goals, anything that's going to... Um, Yeah, you know, and some, sometimes it's so subtle that um, you don't you don't recognize it right away. Um, but I'd say it's important to have those good habits in place. Um, just things that you're you know you're going to be hitting every day. Um, you know those non-negotiables they talk about. We're hitting those non-negotiables um, every day. You know. You can kind of get get through those those obstacles, but um, you know when you notice that those things are slipping, um, when those non negotiables, it's a little harder to hit those. Um, sorry, can you hear me? My kids being too loud. But when you're when you're having a hard time hitting those, um, that's when you need to reevaluate and and realize you know maybe there's something that that you need to be adjusting or changing. That. Well, you have patience of the superhuman father as he walks away from his children <laughs> without yelling as they're yelling in the background. Here's something, and this might play into what Isaiah said, his question. If you were to give yourself one piece of advice for someone who's just starting this program or to yourself, yeah. what would you tell yourself? I would say um, what, what I needed to hear was just to jump in, to, just do it, just do it become a, a man of action. What I needed, and I, I think I kind of got it from Kyle, and I mentioned that at the beginning that I just needed someone to kind of push me to act. Um, one thing that Kyle had, had mentioned, um, I think I caught it on his Instagram um, a couple months ago. He said, don't be the dad on the side of the pool. Like be, you know, get in that cold water, you know, play with your kids. Um, don't be the, and that resonated with me because I think like the day before that I'd been sitting on the side of the pool. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I need to learn to be a man of action. I need to learn to like jump in and do stuff and not always be so cautious. Um, and you know, I, I have a tendency to just overthink things and, you know, I just need to get moving. Um, and then in, in moving that helps me to, to get stuff done. Um, Ed Milet talks about maxing out your life. Um, and that, that whole idea resonates with me as well. Just, you know, I don't want to, you know, die and not feel like I've realized who I could become. I don't want to, you know, not realize you know, what my body could have accomplished or, um, you know, what I could have done physically, but also, um, as a person, um, who I could have become, who I could have served, who I could have helped. Um, you know, Ed, my, again, with Ed, my he, he talks about how he, he believes that when he dies, that God will, um, introduce him to the, the person that he could have become his full potential. And he's, he's always said like, you know, I don't want that person to be a stranger to me. I want to have maxed out my life. I want to have gone through and done as much as I possibly can in this life. Um, so, so the. To answer your question that you know what i would tell myself in the beginning is just to just to get moving just do something because whatever movement whatever i can do that is just another step towards um you know becoming that man of action that i want to be that's beautiful amazing rob hey emmett just straight up ask him dude he's got emmett's got uh he wants some tactical advice i just saw the word tactical and i was like hell yeah 
I want to get back. All right. Speaking of the resistance, I'm going to play church basketball right now. So everyone who knows anything about that knows there's lots of resistance there. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, can you kind of walk me through? So, like, body fat percentage, like, how low did you end up having to go on your calories and macros to kind of hit? I just, I don't know the full journey. I'm, you know, six weeks in, and I just sure. kind of anticipate. Was there also, like, foods that were your go-to i'm already seeing certain foods but i'm just you know looking to expand that that i like always go to right that ryan or others i've seen introduce um and then was there like bonus burns or other things that you're like okay when i do these things like it it helps a ton but you know i lose weight or i gain muscle or whatever yeah um so i started out um they had me at 2000 calories um after um, I think I was at 2000 calories for about two months Then I got dropped to 1850 and then again to 1650. Um, I was at 1650 for that last month and a half. Um, the last, last three weeks, uh, Chris had kind of changed my macros. Um, cause I was 40% protein, 40% carbs, and then 20% fat. Um, but that last three weeks, that last push. He, he dropped me down to a hundred car or hundred grams of carbs. And uh, that was, that was rough. Torture. 100 carbs, 220 grams of protein, which was a lot, a lot of protein. Um, and then 40 uh, grams of fat. Um, but so uh, w- once I got back to that, to that position, when I got down that low, like there wasn't a lot of, um, lot of go-to foods anymore a lot of them disappeared i couldn't i couldn't have raw oats or bananas in my shake anymore i just had to have straight protein (laughs) but but before that you know i i always wake up now um i always try to have a a pretty loaded pretty loaded shake in the morning um i'll do two scoops of protein with some skim milk skim milk gives me a little extra protein uh, without any fat um, I'll put a banana in and either a half cup or a full cup of, of raw oats in there. Um, blend it for a good minute with some ice or else it's gross because it gets really warm. But so that, that's kind of how, how things start out for the, for the day. Um, usually, and that'll give me, um, you know, depending on how, how much I put in there, 700, 800 calories with a bunch of carbs that are good to lower around the workouts. Um, so kind of just a good start to the day. Um, other than that, um, you know, I found some zero sugar beef jerky on Amazon. I really liked, um, so again, no carbs on that one, um, but extra protein. Um, there's something called frog fuel. I was using for a little bit at the end there. Um, it's a little pouch of protein gel because I can't do the egg whites. (laughs) You know, like Ox does. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, and. Wait, so you did this whole thing without egg whites, bro? Pretty much, yeah. What? <laughs> you guys got no excuses. Are you kidding me? Yeah, That's I don't my like go it. to. Yeah, I don't like egg whites. Dang. Um, Let's go. Um, a lot of Greek yogurt, um, chicken, you know, a lot of chicken. You know, it kind of mix up the chicken with some salsa or, you know, change it up. Um, yeah. You know, I found some super helpful, actually. Thank you. Yeah. Walking through that's super helpful. Was there a, all right. like trying to track your body fat percentage or was it all aesthetic? Like, okay, once I have this luck. Um, I, I did kind of check, track it, um, but it was just on my, um, uh, what are calling the in? Uh, what's my scale called? The Withing, the Withing scale, or is it? Different? Yeah, I called it a, a fit a fit track, and so it, you know, it's just on my scale, so it's not super accurate, um, but it does track like the changes. So I, I knew I could rely on the changes, um, but I think I started out at like. Oh, it was like 16% body fat on, on that. And once, once I was done, I was down at seven. Um, so I don't know if that, again, I don't know if that yeah, was accurate, but that's, but you know, I know we dropped, a about 10, 10, 10 percentage 
on the body fat. So, yeah, that's congrats. Hey, I'm going to second Ryan's thing on egg whites. If you're ever tired of like doing a protein shake, a cup of egg whites, some applegate turkey, and a yep. fourth cup of mozzarella cheese, and you feel like you get to eat like a king after doing shakes forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, help. Do you do you cook your egg whites then, or you yeah, just? Yeah. I cook them salt and pepper them. I make them like almost like an okay. omelet. Drop the okay. Applegate turkey in there. Um, lunch meat turkey because it's zero fat. So it's just like a lot of protein. And then yeah. uh, the mozzarella cheese, that fourth cup, gives me a little bit of the fat. And uh, man, I get to like I get to eat cheese for like the first time or whatever. So. <laughs> well, I'll have to experiment a little bit more. But I, I know I couldn't do it raw. Just the, the oh, yeah. There. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I could come up. Some guys hit it raw. That's like the punishment. If you get to the end of the day and you, you've gone over your fat, you should, you guys should have to be able to, you have to take a cup of egg whites. <laughs> you're down to 1680. Were you eating most of it? Like, were you really trying to spread it out during the day or were you like mm. loading it one side or the other at that point? Like what ended up being the most satiating, like you're going to go to bed hungry no matter what, right? Like unless you're sure. like yeah. a morning, but you know, so that's what I'm assuming at least is like, you're just planning on going to bed hungry, but how did you kind of divide up your 1680? Um, I tried to have the majority of my carbs the first half of the day. Um, I noticed that when I didn't, when I had, when I had more of my carbs towards the end of the day or kind of trying to catch up on carbs at the end of the day or right before bed or whatever, I'd wake up just kind of feeling kind of bloated. Um, so I, I would try to do it at the beginning of the day, just knowing that that would give me energy for my workouts and I'd be able to kind of work it off and uh, kind of work through that. Um, and then, you know, save some of that towards, you know, for dinner, but, um, but yeah, mostly, mo mostly protein uh, would be more towards the end of the day. And then I also had like, um, fresca or um they call it zevia kind of a stevia um flavored or stevia sweetened soft drinks um that are zero carbs zero calories you know if i was at the end of the day and feeling that need to like snack on something i'd get one of those uh, uh yeah maybe. he's like yeah period is like my uh chocolate cake now right it's like, yeah right yeah <laughs> something sweet you know, that make, makes me feel like I'm getting some, getting something on that. <laughs> but. I'm just anticipating this and prepping for it. So thank you very much. This is great feedback. Great, great feedback. Thanks. Thanks for the questions. Thank I mean, you. we got more. John Wright, hit him. Rob, hey, thanks for your uh, sharing your story. Um, I have uh, another tactical question. Um, you mentioned it earlier about when your family and like the people you work with and just the people around you are questioning and, and, and they're wondering about like your diet, your nutrition specifically, what is it that you, that you said to them? And I know this is very tactical as you probably even have to like, you know, it's your own communication, your own lingo with your people. But like, I do feel like this is helpful, um, to hear other people's when they say, well, this is what, this is kind of how I address it. So like, what did you say specifically to your family about, and you said you shared, you were sharing like your, your goals and what your ambition to be a better, you know, person, father, man, but what did you say like to, to your family and like the people who are, who are going to ask those questions and be like, what are you doing? What is it now that you're up to? Right. Sure. You know, my, with my kids being young, uh, my oldest is 11, got 11, 11 year old boy. Um, 10 year old um, boy and girl twins and five year old boy and girl twins. And um, you know, my wife didn't want them to feel like an unhealthy relationship with food. Didn't want them to feel like, you know, at, at their ages, you know, cause she felt like, you know, Hey, hey be, you're being a little intense here. And <laughs> she didn't want me to like, <laughs> get them feeling like, yeah, you know, I need, I need to be watching what I, what I'm eating, but um so yeah, as far cause as because they're watching us right exactly and so you know my son he's he knows that i'm pushing for you know protein or whatever and so i for at least for my kids i just kind of taught them 
what the difference is between, you know, proteins and carbs and, and fats and kind of how to, how to watch for those and look at nutrition labels and stuff like that. So, so that's, that's different, but, um, I mean, I don't know if that's what you're asking about. Well, like for your, but. your family and the people that you like, that you work with that you see all the time, right? Cause they're just, you know, they're just like, oh, you're not eating sweets anymore. Oh, you're, 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 you're yeah, down at yeah. shakes now instead of snacks, yeah. right? Like my, my like, family, oh, we, we snack a lot. So it's like, and, and, you know, food is a big thing. It's, you know, <laughs> what I've learned with, from my wife is that in their family, food is how they share it. Effect. That's how they show affection. That's how they, you know, yeah. when it comes together and that's how her mother was, she cooks for you. You know, that's how she shows affection. And so like food is always around, uh, there's a lot of emotion around it. And so if yeah. you're like the only one, you know, you're the only one you're like, not, not for me, you know, that's certain, not for me. Right. Like, uh, yeah. you're going to, I'm, I'm sure you, you, you've been through it. And you, and so like, what did you, what did you say? What did you use, uh, to kind of get through that? Yeah. I think the the question that I hated the most was, or, you know, some of say, oh, you're on a diet, right? Like, you know, cause you know, I don't really view it as a diet. This is just kind of us working through and kind of being mindful. But, um, I, I would just kind of try to tell them, you know, you know, just, I'm not on a diet. I'm not necessarily restricting. I'm just being more mindful of what I'm eating, um, to kind of help, help me work through it, you know, toward, towards these different goals. And I won't be like this forever, but just, I'm just being more mindful and trying to, you know, avoid this and push this and, you know, you know, if, if people are interested, you know, you can get into more of the specifics, but, um, I found that most people are just good with that. Just, you know, hearing that I was being mindful, but, you know, once they get into more of the specifics, then, you know, they're, they're interested in doing something themselves too, but. Yeah. And well, you mentioned something too earlier about your kids and how you talked about, um, you know, with my kids, it's like, uh, you can, you know, you could even, you know, I'm just thinking in my, uh, how I'm having those conversations now. And it's like, why well, I have two small, you know, I have a, a one-year-old and a three-year-old. And today, for example, my three-year-old, he grabs a, a bag of shredded cheese off the counter and um, just opens it up, shoves his hand in there, right? Pulls out a handful of shredded cheese, shoves it on his mouth, which, you know, half of it just goes down his shirt yeah. onto the ground. And, and I was thinking about it and I'm like, God, I wanted to be so mad at him. But the only reason he, he did that is because he, see, he sees me, he sees me do the same thing. And my wife's right there and she's like, she was, I knew she was thinking what I was thinking. She was like, he only does that because he saw you do that. <laughs> you cannot, yeah. you cannot be mad at him. So if you're, if you, uh, you know, if you're talking to your family, I'm thinking is, you know, for me in the future, it's just, you know, with those two small kids, like, you know, they see what, they see what we're doing. They see the, uh, the habits, the, and then like, like you said, the relationship to food, you know, they're picking up on that stuff now. And, you know, John, he's, he's already John, grabbing this, shredded cheese out. Yeah. <laughs> this is so good. So in it, touch on this for a second, because I've been meticulous with my macros now for a while and I got the diet all the time. And now no one says I'm going to diet and I'm just as meticulous as I ever was. <laughs> but now they it's just, you know, it's just the thing. But also with kiddos, you guys will hear in the background, if you haven't, in the videos I send, you know, my two-year-old, not even two. And if you guys were around, if I sent you a video, if you guys gave me a report this last weekend, um, my two-year-old is in the background going, let's go. <laughs> and so like, yeah, like, no it's surprise. yeah, they'll say, uh, they'll, they'll say, you know, get your protein, you know? And so, <laughs> but, I, but I do agree it, uh, with Rob that it can be scary for your wife too, especially if they've had eating issues in the past and ladies have a little bit different perspective. And so yeah, you don't want to give them an unhealthy, I say all, I say all, all food's good, but I just want to make yeah. sure I get protein for my muscles. So I want to find foods that are pro all foods good. I just want to make sure I get my protein. Oh, I need carbs right now. Can you guys help me find some carbs? I need some energy. Oh, I got, you know, I need some, my, my hormones or I need some fat right now. Where's the fat kids? You know, and then it teaches them, but it's also like, not, oh, I can't eat that. You know what I mean? It's more like, this is what I need now. Can you help me find this? You know, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I've got yeah, a, definitely more strategic. I've got a 10 year old son and, you know, he's pretty athletic and involved and, um, 
kind of my shadow as well. And, and when he when he sees me in the gym, he'll come down there in our basement and and oh, epic. Work, work out with me and, and stuff. But um, he had seen my abs and he looked at his, him, himself. He's like, "Oh, I'm fat." I'm like, I'm fat. <laughs> yeah, I need to get, I need to I need to, I need to stop eating so much. And so it kind of helped me realize I'm like, okay, I need to make sure that I'm not, you know, saying the wrong thing or saying, you know, talking about starving or you know. You know, right. I don't know. Right. I just, I don't want him picking up on those, those negative things. No, I mean, yeah. and that's so good because I've, I've had like these sort of very shallow conversations about, uh, you know, like with our kids, it's like, you know, you know how the grandparents are, they want to just give them sweets all the time and bring over candy and, and shit. like, that's what, that's what they want to do. And I've, I've always been like sort of anti that, but I didn't want to be without, without a, you know, this group has helped me a lot because it's just that relationship. Like we we're just talking about, it's just, what is, how are they going to view that relationship with food? Right. And they're, and when, no matter what we tell them, it doesn't matter because they're going to do what they see, right. We're modeling. So it's like, we're actually <laughs> learning. We're, we're getting better with the nutrition and we're, we're that example. Whereas before I would be like, I would talk to my wife and I would say, you know, maybe tell your mom not to bring over like an entire box of donuts for our three-year-old. Cause it's like in the morning, like, <laughs> and I'm like that just, I, I, I don't have, I don't know a ton of about nutrition, but I'm sure, pretty sure a three-year-old should not be eating an entire box of donuts for breakfast. Like that's, a, <laughs> and, and, uh, but it wasn't a lot of, um, you know, now it's, it's not so much about the, you know, the food specific, but more about the relationship with food. It's like, yeah, Hey, you know, Leo's already picking up things, right. That he sees. And, um, you know, it's hard enough just to get the dude to eat. <laughs> you know, in general, just yep. to get so so it's like that relationship with food is, is something I'm learning a lot from this group. That's uh it's super important, right? To to try to model. Yeah. And I, I I learned, you know, when I'm, you know, maybe not at the end of my cut, but and towards the beginning and maybe a little more so now that, you know, I don't have to say no to everything. There are some things that I can maybe if I feel like I can control it, I have, exactly. a, have, a bite, have a bite of something um where i can participate and kind of taste something and and whatever i don't have to say no to everything but just to have i need to be more mindful and have control and i think when they see hey you know dad didn't eat like you know didn't go to town on this didn't pig out on whatever like they he just had a little bit because this is a sometimes food or or whatever and, you know you know they, they they learn those things they pick up on it all right, we'll let we'll let we'll let Griff go in a moment. There's one thing. Hey, Griff. Let me... So I had a moment when I was in my deep cut a while ago, first one, and I had weighed out my bagel and my cream cheese and my bacon and my avocado, and like I'd saved my fat, like it was on, and my wife came up and took a bite of my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> dude dude i failed i failed at that moment man talking about john wright saying relationship i did not think of the relationship right there i was just hungry angry selfish asshole do not be that guy i learned very quickly now after that i said i was so sorry and i i made her a bagel every time i made my bagel after that so just so you know they are watching and do not be an asshole with your food man you just give that shit up. <laughs> Anyways, that was hilarious. All right, Griff, go for it. Well, first off, you don't have to be an asshole. You could just go, and they kind of back <laughs> away. And you're that's like, that's right. And they never ask again. Nobody. No. Touch my <laughs> fucking bagel. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Sorry. All this food talk. I'm just like dying up. Uh, Rob, I had one serious question for you. When you posted on social media, when you posted your post on your own, did yes. you get any negative comments either, either on it, not, not like trolling, but like either on it or, or through the grapevine that like, maybe people told your family, like, oh my, oh, we're concerned. Like you look really, are you healthy? Is that, did, did that happen to you? I didn't, um, not, I'm not on my own. Um, but I did see, um, I think it was on the uh, Superhuman Father's Instagram page. Some some guy got on and said like, oh, "I can't be real or whatever." But you know, I I, I kind of took that as a compliment. You know, yeah. <laughs> that, 
<laughs> somebody found it, you know, it couldn't, couldn't happen in four months. I'm like, that's pretty cool. But right. You know, that, that's funny. Take, I take, take, take it to take it on fuel. Yeah. I had a friend who was, who takes TRT as a mountain bike guy. And he's like, nice TRT. I'm like, bro, I don't put that sh like, get out of here, you know, <laughs> but I did have others. Uh, so my, so I had a, my sister who's over like obese. He told my wife like on the side, she's really worried about my health. I'm like, I heard this later. I'm like, and then it all sp started spilling out. Like my wife was like, yeah, my other friend who's like overweight and uh, a bunch of other people are like, is he okay? Like, I'm, I'm concerned about it. And, and it all comes from love, you know, and concern. But um, it, 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 for, I, I, in talking to Ryan and Chris Flores and David DeSantos chatting, um, it's going to happen. Maybe, maybe not for you, you're stoked. Um, but uh, uh, it's going to happen. You got to get ready for it. And it, it's weird because I'm always like, I got pissed. I was like, you're fat. Like you, and I want to work on my sister. And my wife asked me to work on her friend, you know, to help her dial in you know just eating better because you know and then they're concerned about me and 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 the one thing is it will come back slowly is what i gather from brian and chris and and david and and i guess you just gotta you gotta prepare for it but you know you could drown it out because you know you're aligned and, and and you're and you're feeling good and i'm like bro i look really skinny and maybe like i i got cancer compared to like what i looked like before but i'm like doing three workouts in the morning i'm surfing after and like i feel great you know how are you doing you yeah. know kind of thing so and, <laughs> and, it, and it does come back pretty slowly but that's the warning i got uh so uh anyway that's that's all i had to say good job yeah and, and part of it Griff, too is like people hate it when you take their excuses away mm -hmm. so they have to scramble they have to scramble and that goes with the close people people closest to you yeah like if you, it makes them self-conscious and that's on them, not on you. And so you just yes. have to just, you just have to hold the line in a loving way, not judgmental because they will, they will attack you. But then eventually, usually from what I've seen, um, they come around. Yeah. One, so. one breakthrough, one breakthrough that I, um, didn't mention and thinking of now, um, like growing up, I was always kind of underweight. I was always a skinny guy. Um, this is really good. And, you know, I was always wanting to blend in. I always had the concave chest at the swimming pool. I was always wanting to look like everybody else. And I think that conditioned me to a point where I was always concerned about what everyone thought of me. I was always aware of what I thought I was perceiving other people to think of me. Um, and so that kind of bled into adulthood for me and um where i was wanting to meet with trainers i was um pushing with you know i was wanting to gain weight and i was paying for paying the you know a couple thousand dollars for trainers to meet with me every every week and um they didn't do a great job but but also my 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 why was off too i was always i was wanting to do it for other people i was wanting to kind of Again, blend in. I was wanting to, you know, gain the weight. You know, people would tell me, "Oh, you, you know, why, why don't you eat more cheeseburgers or something?" And you know, I just those little comments. You know, they always they just piled up and um, kind of go into this. And we talked earlier about just gaining more confidence. Um, I realized that I didn't care about what other people thought of me anymore, and like, oh, it's just such a weight off my shoulders. Um, something I'd carried for years and years, um, that I was doing things because other people, I thought, uh, you know, other people would want this or, you know, other people thought that I shouldn't look a certain way, but I knew when I was doing for myself, um, and I knew I was in line with what I wanted to do and my goals were, I was making progress towards those goals. And so the rest was just kind of noise. And so it, it didn't matter. So, but and that, and it's and it's not perfect. You know, I always, from time to time, I'll feel, you know, that that creeping back in. But, but I think just realizing that, you know, I can do things for myself, and become stronger for myself. Like that, that's just like a, you know, a big weight lifted to not have to worry about what other people think about me. It's awesome. 
savage. This is it right here. So we'll finish. We'll close up with the statement, my favorite, the currency of confidence is discipline. And the man who's confident is aligned with his values, even, or is hunting his values in every situation. So the fog of war comes in. It gets in the way. You can't remember who you are. So you go on the search. And the only way through is through suffering. You have to suffer till you find them again. And when you do, you inspire everyone else because you're able to think selflessly. Because that's what you're about. You are your elite self to serve everyone else. And when you are your elite self, you're no longer thinking about yourself because you're not worried about it. You are who you are. And so you don't have to prove shit. You want to help everybody do the same. And so if we get anything from today, other than there's so many good messages, is Rob took that to heart. And now he has found, he didn't even realize it per se, but it just happened. He's more aligned. When the chaos arrives, he's, he's able to be himself. Is there anything more special than that? And the thing is, is it a, it's a constant battle for our life. We're never there. We're never good enough at it. Because once we pull away, then we will, it's robbed of us. And we, our confidence is gone and we don't know if we're, what, what we're doing is in line with who we are. And then the cycle begins again. And so this week, hunt for your values when you can't hear them or can't see them. Hunt for them through actions of suffering for your brothers and your sisters, I guess. But at least the brothers in this program and your wives. Rob, I don't even know what to say except thank you. And I know the feeling that you have right now. I know exactly how it feels. And it's awesome. So, those of you... <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Those of you that have seen this, he's taking your... You can do it. Every single one of you can do this. And we'll be here to help you. Rob will be here to help you. I hope you enjoyed this transformation from superhuman fathers. And one thing I want you to know is that anyone can do this. Yes, even you. Go to superhumanfathers.com and apply for the brotherhood right now. Next time on Superhuman Fathers Transformation Podcast. And that damn scale became my God. So as soon as like the scale went up, I was like, I mean, I remember just being like, fuck you and yelling and screaming at this scale and like, just so pissed because like yesterday I crushed my macros and the scale didn't show it and so now today's a blow day um and I was attached to an outcome well what superhuman fathers had gotten me into was instead of being attached to an outcome is being attached to the journey every Let's single go. it's just the systems right so we, we don't rise to the level of our expectations we fall to the level of our systems and so I embrace the system so as soon as I realized you know, in, in August about that bitchy voice, I embraced the systems for the first time. And that's when everything changed.